Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. With your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North and Dave Van Robies from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. 1420 Podcast, four beer with a sports talk and a whole bunch more. August the 10th, 2021. Show 125, we're uh, inches away from the 14,000 download mark. Uh, coming up on our one-year anniversary of the show, I guess it's on the 21st, is what I've been told, two days after the uh, the producer's birthday. Uh, Dave, my God, what a busy week, what a busy weekend, what a busy all of it. Uh, the wife's back at uh, at home for you. Jasper's back home. We went out for, for a little uh, camping trip already. He uh, didn't want to see dad. He wanted to go see his friends right off the bat. Dave, uh, we only spoke two days ago, but how you doing, my friend? Doing excellent. Doing excellent. Uh, just, well, some things never change, whether you're, your family's home or not. I'm glad they're home. They had a great trip. I missed them. I'm glad they're home. They're glad I'm home. And uh, like you say, the my son and I, when there's too much free time, then uh, – Sometimes for him, it's it's kind of better that he's not around. Sometimes, there you go. I didn't want so, to be hanging with my dad either when I was his age. Yeah, it's, it's weird how that that uh, goes from one level to the other and everything else. But anyways, um, busy week ahead of us as, as well. There's uh, stuff going on. The, the sports world didn't uh, stop, even though I I wasn't able to watch a whole bunch of uh, television with my family around this weekend. It was great having them them out. Uh, the baseball game we talked about the other day on Saturday night. But one thing that has caught my uh, ear in the last few weeks a lot, and now that hockey season inching closer, is the Jack Eichel situation with the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, he's claiming some um, malpractice, I guess, with his shoulder or back or whatever, spine, upper body injury that the Sabres didn't tend to it properly. He wants out. The Sabres want to get some something back for their asset that they have because that's what players are their assets especially when, when they want out uh it's messy it's not good the sabers stink with him they'll stink without him they'll have to, i think they'll have to eat some money if they do move them uh the eichel situation is not great dave uh, any thoughts on it so this this whole thing about eichel disagreeing on the team with the team as to what medical treatment is necessary and Eichel wants a, this next surgery and the team says no is that am I understanding that correct yeah it's okay so oh, but then, okay. okay they're fighting about this but then now when when someone comes and says how much you lay out a price. Okay, let's see the medical records. We're not going to show you that. Then it's a no deal. And then no deal. Everybody's walking away. Is like that's the other thing I understood from what I'm hearing. So how the fuck is this getting resolved? Because Eichel says I'm not playing for these guys again. 
until A, I get my next surgery. I don't know. And that's it. Otherwise, I'm never playing. Like, don't pay me. That's my understanding. So, like, where's... I don't know what happened behind closed doors, but they could have not... Like, Eichel's shitting in his own cereal. Yeah. And and the, the... the Sabres have everything to lose and they're playing tough guy. Well, the thing is with the Sabres, Dave, that I, I, they have everything to lose because he's their, their one asset. The Sabres stink. The Sabres lost with him. They're going to lose without him. They, they're not good. Eichel has not been, he's a, like he went second overall after McDavid and he's a, a, a distant second overall in, the, in that, like with, with that McDavid's not a generational, but well, this is, yeah, yeah. But right. um, oh, there's nothing that the Sabres can do that's going to benefit them with this quasi-asset because, like I said, when I started talking about this, they'll have to eat some salary because I think he makes 9 to $10 million a year. Every, team's, pro- under, every team's under the cap or on a, under the cap watch now. So the Sabres are going to lose this deal and lose handsomely, no matter what. Well- but you know what? Then, then if I was a saber, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Like once you put the guy on long-term injured reserve, the salary doesn't count. Doesn't count towards the salary cap. That's correct. Right. B, the, um, the salary would be covered under an insurance policy. I think you're right on that one too. So let him rot. Let him sit. They get, get you guys. We're, like we're they here. Hit, yeah, like yeah. I said two minutes ago, they sucked with him. They'll suck without him. Whatever. And, like, they just, and they just free up $9 million in cap space. So let them run. Yeah. You don't want to play here? Oh, well. And if you're owning an, a, a franchise, $9 million, like you can find that in your couch. Yeah, like the, I, I don't like – I could be wrong, but I don't think that the cap is to help the owner's bank accounts. I think it's to stop owners from spending money. Right, and losing they, money. They, and they, a- they all have enough where they can spend whatever they want because $80 million a year – to these guys is nothing. Right. Right. Like I, I, I don't know for sure, but I'm just making the assumption that they have more than, they have more than 80 million and $1 in their bank account. They have, they had to Correct. come up with the, they had to come up with the dough for a professional franchise, which means. Well, what, what whatever you did, whatever what you did. Franchise be- fees? Like what did ten, like uh, the Seattle Kraken paid 400 million, I think. I was going to say closer to five, but okay, I don't so, know. So they're okay. So yeah, you got to Like, yeah, you, you have a business that can afford to buy this as a toy, as a toy. Mm-hmm. It's just total dick swinging. And, and that's all it is. Well, good on them. Like it's without, without, <laughs> without the owners, nice. you wouldn't have sports. So good on them. Yeah. I, fun way to swing a dick. Yeah. I would, I, I'm with you. I would let Eichel just rot. Don't play here then. Cause we can't move you because we paid you too much. You're yep. injured and you don't trust our doctors. We don't trust yours. And this was a bad, bad, bad marriage. And we'll just be divorced and never talk again. We're not happy either, but you don't tell us what to do. I'm still your owner. Yep. And I have your NHL rights. And if you don't like it, well, you shouldn't sign the fucking contract. Yeah. And you know what? And I imagine that there's sit out because if the team's doctor, there's obviously language written in the with the players union and and the, the player's contract and the uh, team's doctor yeah. about if disagreement arises as to treatment of X, Y, Z injury, 
then this is the arbiter. And if he says you need surgery, you get surgery. If he says you don't need surgery, you don't need surgery. Yeah. So now if you disagree with that, like this is what we decided were the rules for this. And don't think that, that isn't in a contract, right? I, like I've, I've never seen a contract, but I'm going to guarantee there's something that that kind of, those kind of that, that kind of wording is in there somewhere. Sure. Yeah, without a doubt. And it's, so it's it's unfortunate because he is such a good, talented player. But I don't know. I like I don't know why. Why sign there for the nine million? Why not have your hissy fit before that? And for how many years? Like if yeah. you did, like don't agree to that deal. But, Do that okay, bridge, yeah. Here's 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 the thing. We'll go back to the Pronger contract when he signed with the Oilers back in 2000, whatever it was six. They signed these contracts to play in the National Hockey League, and the contract could trade it around. They don't sign the contract to play for the team. That's what that's what somebody said. Like when you get a contract in the NHL, it get, they get moved around, and they do. I, but this, I, I hear what you're saying, yeah, but I kind of disagree. Yeah, I, like I don't know, it, it couldn't, it could not be messier. It could not be messier. And, one of and, the one of the worst ones I have seen in a while. Like this is Lindros kind of shit. Apparently, Michael parents are in behind the scenes and everything else. And it's it's odd to me that a, a contract could go this south in the third or fourth year. Like it's like, and the team's not good, but that's on Eichel as well. Because Eichel was getting Jeff Skinner to go there. His buddies were getting getting big contracts and everything else. So, Signed Taylor Hall for a year. Like right? Eichel, Eichel's yeah. just as much to blame for this. Because you know what? If you're if you're not, if your team's not winning, that's on you, man. If you're, you're not part you're, you're the franchise. If you're, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. He is the and problem. That's, and and obviously he's he's not the leader. He might be skilled as all shit, but He's not the leader that 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 they hoped he would be. What would you, Dave, the owner who's got two billion in the bank? What would you, the owner, eat for salary on nine? I think I think it's nine. Let's let's call it nine. To get rid of this guy who doesn't want to be there, what would you eat to get some assets? Like, what kind of a deal would you make? Oh, I'd need a first rounder. I need a first rounder and depending on what they wanted from. Uh, you need, you need to fill your roster. So you get a couple of players. Yeah. And then just whatever, like, cause you're not like, you don't need anyone right now. You need someone in three, four years. Cause that Dylan cousins is decent. And, and don't they have another, um, they have some high picks again, right? Cause they were terrible. They just got a first rounder again. Yeah. So, I don't know. You, fuck, I don't like. I don't know. And then the and you go the other way, Dave. The other twenty nine or thirty one GMs or whatever it is now, they have Buffalo by the nuts because they go, he ain't playing for you, so we're only going to offer this. And then it, and then you say he rots, and then it's well, you can't do that to him. Watch me. Why? Watch Why? me. Yep. No, it's. Like the other GMs are like, he, he said he's not playing for you. So we're only going to give you a second, a third, and a prospect. Yeah. And he's like, and then he'll just say exactly what I said earlier and on. And you're paying for half his salary. No, well, no, I'm not because insurance is paying for that. I can find $9 million in, in my yacht and fuck him. So he's, so if, if I was an owner 
and the other owners, the other GMs around the league, they he'd be sitting. I'd say, all right, well, don't play. The league doesn't revolve around Jack Eichel, and you're we can't get anything for you. You're not a, you're not a valuable asset. Yeah. The Sabers aren't going to pay for half of your salary. We don't know what your medicals actually are, dude. You're not playing this year, so you know what? This is what it is. You're playing in Buffalo. Well, you're signed with them. They own your rights. Yeah. Sit out. Are you playing in Buffalo or you're not? And that's it. Exactly. And, and that, I think that's what's going to end up being. Uh, it's it's uh, it's odd. It's just an odd situation where. And I, we don't know enough about the behind-the-scenes stuff, whether he is injured or not. But it's an odd situation where these guys are so entitled and they just don't get it. Like, I, as a fan, as a sports guy, looking at it, you just think that you guys just don't get it. Yeah, like... The, the league was around 100 years before you, be around 100 years after you. And, I, you, and you've, done, you've done nothing for your franchise. You've done nothing for your team. And... They're good. Like they're good to not not have you there, because you're not helping, and that's yeah. not what you're getting paid to do. And it's yeah. it's 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 just so odd when things like this happen, especially after the that big contract, and then also you just peter away. It's like Jesus Christ, why why do we put so much faith in this guy? How did he fool us? And the effort and the the money they would spend on marketing on a guy, la da da da, make him the captain, the face of the franchise, and he's just, I don't want to be here. Well, then why mm-hmm. do you sign, dude? Then why did you sign? Sign that bridge deal for three years, like you said, and, and call it good. It's mm-hmm. odd. Anyways, Jack, that's left Jack Michael type talk and Buffalo Sabres talk probably for a lifetime. Uh, 1420 podcast. We are everywhere you get your podcast. Make sure if you are on iTunes or Apple or whatever it's called, you do hit subscribe, like and share and all that stuff and give us a rating of us. I think we're a five-star show, Dave. Well, if you're there, you might as well. You know, and when you do go to those, if you could, do hit five stars. You you can just even say, uh, I wish Dave would shut up and stuff like, could he get stupider? Say that in the comments. Just give us the five stars. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had any comments, actually. So leave us some comments in the the, uh, whatever... Whatever podcast uh, app you listen to us on, leave some comments. We will get back to you, like, Chicken Louie, like, really, really quickly, because it's, it's funny to me. And uh, I'm not uh, going to promise that. I'm not part of that. Oh, I will. I will. Yeah, because you're... I might even yeah. argue with you, with the person signing on. Not you, Dave. You, I never argue with you. We're, well, no, we, we never argue. argue. Yeah, come on. Just, just when you're being dumb. That's right. 1420 Sports Podcast. We're every year's podcast. Make sure you tune in, like, subscribe, share, Facebook, Twitter, and all, all, uh, all of the above. Fourteen twenty podcast for those of you listen to uh, the the shows in order. Last night, back at the homeland at Fort McLeod, show one twenty four, the family edition of the show. Uh, McKinley was on. She's a big soccer uh, fan player. All of it. She follows not just the women's game, but the men's game, the the Euro, the the uh, the Premier League, the Premiership, everything else. I'm not a huge soccer guy, but it's it's intriguing to me how it all works out and how big the game is and everything. Everything. Um, we were talking about how to grow the women's game last night, and then she brought up Lionel uh, Lionel Messi uh, with Barcelona and how he's he wanted to take less money to stay, and they basically said no, you can't. Uh, Dave, I don't know enough about the whole situation to comment much more, but we started we started comparing it to other sports and, and how Messi could have went 
elsewhere, but it's not allowed. And how players want to stay, or they, 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 it's good for the franchise for them to stay, but they just can't. Uh, fill me in on this the whole uh, messy story because it's uh, it's intriguing to me. Well, so, well, first things first, like we have no I I myself and and we have no idea how much money is involved in in paying soccer players in in Europe. We the the super superstars, which Messi is one of them, like best player in the of the the last decade. Hands down, anyone that doesn't put him in the top three is an absolute more. Well, they don't they don't know what they're talking about. So he's that good. Um, we don't understand the money, the influence, the international influence. We don't understand that it's North Americans. So also, clubs get ahead of themselves, like in any sport, and that's they don't have salary caps. You can spend ridiculous amounts of money. The problem is Barcelona, who he's been playing for his his entire career. They spent money like drunken sailors, tremendous success, uh, Champions League titles. Like, so it was uh, uh, one of the best teams in Europe the past 15 years. Here's the rub: they're a crazy amount in debt. Um, I read an article today, and I actually pulled this up. They owe Goldman Sachs 820 million euros. So unlike that we were just talking about in the NFL and NHL, how these billionaire owners own yeah. them for fun. They're, they are companies now that are just being, because they're such a big brand, they have unlimited credit. And some of these owners are using that credit. 820 million euros is like one and a half billion dollars. It's ridiculous. So they put in laws that you couldn't do. You couldn't spend ridiculous like laws, the league, is taking care of themselves because they don't want creditors to own their biggest franchises. Yeah. I'm sorry if I'm going on. And no, then no, like no. another it's, thing it's intriguing I, to me. It's another thing I read um, was that uh, Barcelona, one of the biggest clubs in Europe, spent 110% of their revenue on salary. So that's before you pay the greenskeeper. That's before you open the doors. That's before you pay your power bill. You're already in debt. You've, you've spent every dime plus 10 on your player salary. At what point, Dave, does that like, how do you get to a point where you're so hungry to win a championship or the premiership or whatever it's, whatever it's worded? How do you not see the forest through the trees where you go, hey, this isn't working? Like, we're, we're, we should be printing money and we're losing. Money. I, and that's the thing i like i like i don't understand like and 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 that's why i preface this we just don't understand how big and important and how winning the the being the owner of the the champions league team is more important to a guy than being a a billionaire obviously because how why else would you do this i don't understand that because he technically has no money well, like he, he's his you, main job is paying for this, right? So, I, I mean, you look at years, and we talked about last night the Gretzky trade with uh, the the Kings back in '88, and 
how Pockington was broken. It wasn't a trade. It was a it was a sale because Pockington needed money from the Kings. I mean, all fucked up, and he had no money apparently, allegedly, or apparently, look, looking back now, he had some coins that were worth some money and stamps and whatever else it was. Like these, you just wonder how it gets to this point where these guys can almost, I don't want to say fool the the leagues, but fool the leagues to to say I can I can take care of this. I hear what you're saying, but it's still, I just don't understand because the contract they offered him were four years for $674 million. Four years. And then they can, that's the, 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 the that's a league had it, the league of the, the and say, fuck, no, no, $600 million? Come on. For for four years. 150 a year, and he was taking a pay cut. Yeah. No, no, that's the first one. And then he offered to play for $80 million a year. And then that, that was the restructuring, restructuring. And then the league still says no. You still can't afford it. And then like, so here I'm gonna read one more stat thing that I that I found today about this. So him leaving. Uh, Barcelona could cost the club 137 million euros in brand. They're going to lose 77 million in business revenue, 17 million dollars of match of match day gate, and 43 million in merch. I can see the merch they're going to lose in. I don't. I can't see them losing gate. People will, will still go because, like, when Gina retired, people still go. No, but like what? Like I don't know how the box. Not as much. Works, I'll, like, right. I'll bring like back. In, and and I'll luxury bring box rentals. Amer- yeah, I'll bring yeah. It back North America. Yeah, it's yeah. Like you, you went to the stadium the year after you retired. There was a definite, there was a definite uh, decline in ticket sales, and it was obvious. Like it, it was Mariano in thirteen and Jeter in fourteen, fifteen. People aren't going to watch a Rod, so I, I, I right. get that. Yeah, I get it. And it's not it's not the ham and eggers they're worried about. They're going to pack the stadium with ham and eggers. They don't care about that. Yeah. But now, when this luxury box comes up, and now they're like, yeah. sure, they still they're still sold that box for a million dollars for the year. But now but, there's there's but now it's not guys racking up bar tabs. Now it's people coming with. And Joe and shipping gets to come to one. Joe and shipping gets to come to a game with his yeah. family, and they're not. They're not drinking Cristal and eating prime rib. That's right. And like right? The, the food's usually free with the booze. They mark up quite substantially. Uh, no, it's it's crazy. Like the, that amount of money. And, like, and you and I, we're not dumb dudes by any means. Just ask us. But we're not smart dudes. That amount of money, we don't get it. But we figured out the more you spend, if you, if you spend more than you make, you won't have any left. And that's just no. Simple. That's yeah, that's a hard lesson to learn. It's just it, it's very simple. If you need if you need a dollar twenty five to go buy a Slurpee, you only have one dollar. You can't have a Slurpee anymore. And it's no it, your means. And and for for these these <laughs> these big dick swingers, like you said in the last segment, there, wow, like to 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 want to win a championship or to to want to have a trophy on your mantle like that, it's it's crazy to go that far into debt where you can't afford to have the team you used to having for a hundred years or whatever it's been. It's, it's, it's strange to me. 
and you know, and, and then maybe that's the thing, the league protecting the league from itself, because these, these, these people who own these teams, they, they can run that business into the ground and run a thing, but they're, cause they're so protected at the end of the day, yeah. the, the, the banks and everything is never going to come after their primary source of income or them or themselves personally. Like they're, they're never going well, to have fine. to wear it. Yeah. They're never going to have that. They can, they can wear it as a failure in the news and, and like, that'll be their legacy. Yeah. But as far as their day to day life, it won't change one millisecond. Crazy. It's just, it, it's absolutely, it, <laughs> the whole thing is so odd to me. Just uh, to have an asset like that and just uh, blow it. But yeah, like, what's the sense now? You're gambling. <laughs> I, I can win one more before the banks come calling, before they start taking it away, before and and then I can. That's what happened. Like the 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 league stepped in and said, "No, you can't do this anymore." So like you Bruce have was, to run. Bruce was millions back in the age. Richard Pryor. Yeah, same, same kind of idea. No, it's it's crazy. It's like you get behind the scenes. I I would love to. Make, I, I don't have the wherewithal to do it because I I don't uh, pay attention, but. I would love to sit down and figure and, and read about how this all works and like just the, the behind the scenes of it. It's it's mesmerizing to me that this, there, how much money is involved in the in the in these teams, and how it's just, I wouldn't say ran poorly, but some are ran very poorly. Like how that, I and and the the hopes you, that you, the contracts because at the end of the day, most of these athletes are are they're athletes. And some of them don't do so well in high school, don't do so well in college, and you're putting all your eggs in these guys' basket. Well, you know, and then again, though, that's that's the product on the shelf right now. And every product on the shelf in any grocery store has an expiry date. And same, same, same with sports. Yeah. Whatever mistake, they have an expiry date. Some go back, but sometimes you get that best piece. And it carries you for 15 years. Yeah, 1420 podcast. We've been talking a lot more about the business end of things tonight than we usually do. But it, 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 like I said, it's mesmerizing. Usually Tuesdays, we're, we're a little more on the uh, serious side, I guess. We're trying to get back on a schedule again. Uh, things are moving and shaking. Thursdays, we usually get into it a little bit. And then uh, hopefully, Dave, I got an idea. Saturday, we're close to uh, – or Sunday, sorry, let's do Sunday – if you can get away for a couple hours, let's do a face-to-face. -face I, I'm free. I don't know if you are, but we can maybe figure something out. Well, talk off air because uh, I would love to do that. Uh, yeah. Too bad it has to be a school uh, school night, but oh, it is. Actually, it it's is. not for me. I, I, I have a long weekend, every, uh, extra long weekend every 10 days now for the foreseeable future. So I might, I'll make some I calls, see what I can do. by myself on, on Sunday. <laughs> you know, Bruce Springsteen might come out. Bruce Redlinski playing the uh, Maybe the we should guitar. do a face-to-face -face in the afternoon and just have a, uh, a one segment at 10 o'clock. See how there we go. See how things are going. On the one-man bender. Uh, playing some <laughs> tunes but anyways 1420 podcasts uh, we love putting these shows up for you we're close to the 14,000 mark kind of have a, a preconceived goal in our heads to get the 15,000 mark by the end of this month uh, things are the last couple days of things have been flying so it's good uh, thank you for listening to the show very much we have sweatshirts for those uh, the winter months are coming they're not too far away geez did, did you notice how cold it was the last couple days no I thought it was refreshingly nice yeah, yeah. It, it's you know what I wore a hoodie to work this morning and I was okay with that. I didn't wear it after 
I leave the house at seven in the morning, so it's a little yeah cool risk risk. Yeah, yeah, but it was, I, you know I, what? I the, shed it at by nine. I don't mind. Um, it's it's usually September. This is totally off the topic of any sports whatsoever, but I don't mind the first time you put on a pair of jeans in September, Octoberish. I don't like when you when you leave the house to go get groceries. I don't mind it. Just with a pair of sandals or something. Something feels kind of not bad about it. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing. Do you put on a hoodie before jeans? Do you go jeans and t-shirt or do you go hoodie and shorts? I will go. Okay, let's go winter. Let's go fall. Okay, let's go right now to right now the other way. Okay. Um, well, I go sweatshirt, shorts at night. So I get when my when my torso gets cold, I get cold. Yeah. So my legs are screwed. Then I go sweatshirt, like this is nighttime, and I go sweatshirt and jeans with sandals to go to the grocery store. And then it's socks and shoes. Then it's light jacket. Then it's parka. And then it's full full bore winter. And then I will go. Socks with with shorts with a hoodie because my my head gets cold, and then my head's warm. Then the rest of the rest of me is okay. Then I go again the rest of it down the way. Makes and sense? that's in, does that make that's sense? Co- is that coming out of winter? This yeah, the, coming out of winter. Like, like I'll, I'll coming do shorts, out of winter. I will do shorts first. My my legs will be cold in the my, spring. My, my, in the spring, my my torso yes. can never be cold. See, and like I'm, well, I'm <laughs> I don't know why this even funny. I put in, I put on, like uh, me, I put on socks and shoes before I put on jeans. I rarely wear long pants and flip flops. Maybe it's a uh, 90s thing for me. I don't know, whatever, but yeah. Well, yeah, no, because yeah, like I have, but like I, I'll wear socks with shoes first. Yeah. Because in, in a, that's the thing. In the winter, you cover your head to keep your body warm. Yeah. But in the, in the summer, I keep my feet warm. I keep my body warm. This is funny. This is funny. <laughs> and you know what? I'm not about, I got blankets everywhere. Like even in the summer, we always make sure we have camping blankets. I have so a, I, I have this, this great blanket. Mom got me. Keep your legs. Yeah. I call it the thermal Kiki. Like it, it keeps me warm. It's great. It's thick. Oh, it's fantastic. Like winter, summer, what it, that thing is within reaching distance. It, it, it does, does me good. And it lets me wear shorts longer and like, and then, yeah, you, you wrap your legs, you know, yeah. a nice blanket outside when you're camping, you're out there for another two hours. Fashion tips from the two boys from the 1420 podcast. Fashion so much as uh, what's tips. For? Yeah, life tips, everything old, else, how, how to dress for the, uh, old, the, the upcoming months. Old man wisdom. Old man wisdom. Trust us, kids. If you listen to us, that's how you dress. <laughs> the 1420 podcast. More beer with sports talk and a whole lot more as we just uh, talked about. Fourteen twenty podcast. Four beer with sports talk and a whole lot more throughout the year. No matter what, when it's, it's Olympic hockey year, you can strike up this conversation. Um, no matter what, you sit around a bar stool with a bunch of friends. You'll have uh, five different uh, opinions of who's on the team with five different people. This guy, yes. That guy, no. Too old, too young. Uh, not experienced, not bad goaltending. Uh, that coach is no good. Canada, we're passionate about it. We just got done the uh, 
the Summer Olympics, we're going to ride right into the Winter Olympics. Team Canada met, uh, named their coaching staff. Uh, two of the three or four, whatever it is, have a lot in common with Brent Merlinski. They both graduated from Athlon Murray College, Notre Dame, Wilcox, Saskatchewan. Dave, uh, when you go back to the 97 team, the first year the uh, NHL guys went to the Olympics, there was these conversations were uh, hot and heavy when we were hanging out, uh, drinking beers at Is This Oasis Pub or wherever it was. Uh, no teams ever perfect. There's been some great teams. There's been some players that shouldn't have been on. This this year is, not, is uh, no different. There's going to be some players that are left off because they're just either too old or they're building for the future. Dave, is there a, a player in the last, well, Jesus Christ, we're getting old, in the last 24 years that should never have been on a Team Canada? Or did Bruce, Pr Bruce Primo. Keith Primo. Keith Primo. Yeah, that was in 97, I, I think it was, wasn't it? The original one? Whatever. Yeah, no, he played in. He was on the team that won it in Salt Lake, wasn't he? No. No. Or was he was he Nagano, the team that lost? He was it? Nagano, I think. Oh, okay. Well then I'll then I'll take that back. You obviously have a name and let me think for the No, bit. I I don't I I I have a name, but I can't think of who it was. Uh, just, the, he was a defensive was a specialist, played for Tampa back then. I, I can't remember his name, but yeah, it was like dude. Tom Pody. Pody's American. Then who's that? Uh, Brewer. That's who I'm thinking Eric about. Eric Brewer was in 2002. And he was so good. And then he Brewer got had, diabetes Brewer was, and then Brewer he was, was done. A, Brewer was the next coming of, of, uh, of uh, Niedermeyer. He was a great big defenseman. Defense he could play, skate well. So he could fly. And he did. He was that good. He yeah. wasn't bad. And then just then, gone. Yeah. He got some kind of diabetes diagnosis. Got treated and that's Lewis. it. Yeah. Yeah, well, the uh, the Olympic team. Like, who are the locks? Like, you can go through the list, Dave, for uh, for Beijing. That's if they're going. It still has to go through the uh, collective bargaining agreement, all that stuff. They they did name the the, the coaches staff, like we said. Uh, it all signs are saying they're going to go to Beijing. Uh, who are the locks for for you on that team? Well, McKinnon, McDavid, um, the Bergeron and Marchand for sure. Um, Carrie Price? Yeah, it has to be Carrie Price. Hope he's not injured. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner um i don't know who's all american 
uh, sorry, who's all Canadian, but uh, that Camper did it such a good job at the World Championship, but he's a Band-Aid and Flurry's the Vesna Trophy winner, but I trust him as far as I can. Like, I trust Mark Andre Flurry and Roberto Luongo are the exact same goalie in my eyes. One has two cups and the other one doesn't, though. But I know, I, I know exactly what you're but saying. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I trust him, but I don't totally trust him. I know him. you're saying that um, Flurry, they're both Hall of Fame guys. I, I, but you just like, oh, geez. They're, they're half a second away from disaster at all times. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason that, uh, besides money that Pittsburgh let him go. Do you, do you put a guy in? He puts on a little bit of weight, plays defense, but do you put, he's been around for a few years now. Do you put a Drew Doughty in there still? No, like, yes. I think you, I think if you put Olympic gold as the carrot to Drew Doughty's motivation, he'll light it up. Cause he's, he's, he has the pedigree, right? He was so good for those years. He, he did contribute last Olympics they played in. He was a main contributor in it. He's that good. And I think this might be the carrot Drew Doughty needs. It'd be his last chance of, of anything. Yeah. Like this year. Uh, well, you never the Kings know. Aren't, the Kings aren't winning eight times soon. He's got but, who's, two- but who says he has to do it with the Kings, right? Well, he makes a lot of money again. The cap thing is going to hurt him. But like in but in two years, then then he'll be at the last year. He'll be a free agent, uh, not a free agent signing, a trade deadline signing. There's stories abound from uh, the 2010 Olympics where Dowdy, because he was a young kid back then, uh, 21, 22 years old, where so cocky, and where curfew didn't matter to him at all. Like he was out having a good time in an athlete's village, everything else. That he, uh, there was times where like, hey, we where, where where's Drew? Where's Drew? Whether the stories were true or not, I mean, but where there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, cocky kid, but boy, he, he played well there. He He's never failed in the big moments. And I, two I, cu- two I cups think having a guy like him to bring up a guy like Kale McCarr, who's a young stud player, having Doughty there w- wouldn't hurt the team. Might not help you, but it, 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 it will not hurt you. Yeah, it, dep- it totally depends on uh, Doughty's attitude, right? Because he is, he, yeah. Well, attitude like towards everything, right? So, I, I, I would like to, I would like Drew Doughty to earn his place on this team because he can play on my team anytime, if he's right. Do you? You, you got to run with McDavid, obviously. And you got uh, one guy that I don't, and he's a he's an elite NHL guy, but. I would stray away. That I'm probably gonna have to sleep on the couch tonight uh, if I was in Lethbridge. But I would stray away from uh, uh, the Leafs guys. I stray away from Mitch Marner. Um, I don't know why. It's just a, a gut feeling that uh, that he just don't got it. He doesn't have that 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 factor. Like he's a fourth, fifth liner, maybe a power play guy that can pass the puck a little bit. But his speed, like he doesn't skate well. Yeah, he gets a lot of points in the National Hockey League, but I would stay away from a martyr for sure. Um, I think the international game might be actually be more towards his skill set because um, he doesn't like to get dirty, and you don't have to really get dirty. Like, it's – I think he would be there for me 
I think he would be there for me. Um, but then like uh, the 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 lists I'm going off of are the ones I that TSN posted today with uh with Craig Button and Johnson. Who's Johnson? Um, Mike Johnson but, played for the Leafs, played for Phoenix, played for Tampa. Uh, smart guy. And so ever who Greg Button puts on his team, because I remember when that knucklehead was uh, GMing the Flames and uh, one Rob O'Neill got a lunch date with him. <laughs> and so how stupid must you be? And he was running that team into the ground. Yeah. Um, Marner, like, I, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Like, it's out. Like, he's not for sure for me. One person who's so good that I just don't trust at all, though, is on D, Dougie Hamilton. He's a basket case. He, you don't know what you get with Dougie. He's a great big guy, can shoot the puck well, can, can move the puck well. He'll move guys out in front of the net in the defensive zone, but there's just something not there with him. I agree with you, Dave, on that. He, there's just something not – well, first off, he goes by the name Dougie, so that shouldn't matter. Uh, but I, I, I agree. Like I agree. There's just something not right about Dougie Hamilton. That if I have a, a an NHL team, Dougie Hamilton's not on my expansion draft. Yeah. Well, like, cause like, so he's an all world talent, obviously, because we're talking about him being on the Olympics, uh, the Canadian Olympic team. And what and are he's we on it? And as his, he's on his fourth team in eight years. That, that's just it. How come no one has sewn that guy up? Yeah, there's a reason why he just keeps going to different team to team. Tired uh, of your act, man. Two out, two, two years in every place. We should write down. Maybe we'll get the the uh, listeners the, the 1420 podcast to send in their their defensemen, their goalies. Their, 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 no one's gonna sit down and write down 20 players. Write down a dark horse people. Uh send in who you think a dark horse player is going to be. That of course Crosby's on the team, McDavid's on the team, you got uh Shifley's on the team. Uh, the gut McKinnon, obviously. Send in your dark horses. Let us know. We'll, we'll re- revisit this. We get closer to the season starting. So there's always a guy who comes up hot that you'll, yeah, he's he's really good. Um, and then there's guys who play end up playing for Canada, like Jerome McGinley in 02. He was an injury replacement for I can't remember who, who ended up being like a star of the team. Yeah, like uh, and that was uh Flurry's team the first time, right? Like that was uh not Flurry's team. That was the team Furry was on. Yeah. Uh, where, where, hey, yeah. Well, that was the, the 2010. 2010, the Iggy, yeah. Iggy, Iggy thing. Iggy. Yeah. Iggy. Yeah. That's uh, the voice heard around the world in Canada for sure. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see who makes this team. Um, the other countries I know who's not going to win, it will be Sweden, too many Swedes. Um, I think it's a great tournament. I do every year. The Americans, they're going to be really good really good there the americans are right their skill level uh the mcdavid factor the thing about mcdavid i really need to see him win something soon for him to be an all-timer like he's going to the hall of fame already like no matter what like he's one of the best uh he just keeps putting up mediocre numbers his 100 points a year he's going to the hall of fame but i need to see him win something kind of like a bit of the avashkin complex right yeah, because he, he, they're not even close right now in Edmonton, but if he wins a gold medal here and there, whatever, it'll help for sure. Yeah, and and, and I, can I want it for him? I really do, because I think that guy's trying so hard, but 
you know, now you got $29 million a year going to three players. Yeah. And one's not even going to be an Olympian. Well, Darnell Nurse has an outside yeah, shot. Outside shot, yeah. Who it's... would you rather on that team, Drew Doughty or Darnell Nurse? Drew Darnell Doughty. Nurse, he, Nurse is making more money. Doughty. I think that <laughs> in a heartbeat still. Without a doubt. That that confidence and that skill level is still and the, the way he can slow a game down. And uh, he's been there before. He's been there before. It's a lot of pressure. It'll be interesting to see who makes the team. Anyways, 1420 Podcast. Get us your Olympic dark horses on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, 1420sportsgmail.com, or uh, talk to us on the street if you see us. Anyways, get back to us because it's interesting. It's going to be it, it, the team will get named in uh, usually in what, November, and then uh, and then the, the real madness begins. So it's always fun. It is always fun. It, it's it's nice to talk uh, a lot about something you know so little about. There you go. That's why we have this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>Sunday night, we did a uh, Who is Better name edition. It, it was a, after uh, me and Dave, we laughed about a few things. And Tom Hanks is way better than Tom Brady because of Forrest Gump. And we learned some different things about different people. Uh, laughed a lot after the show was done. I went upstairs. I posted the same questions to the family, Elaine and Craig and McKinley and Jim and mom and everybody else, uh, Deanne. And uh, their answers were a bit different than Dave's were. Uh, but it was good conversations, a good segment. Dave, you have something along the same lines as a uh, who is better, would you rather uh, take her away, my friend, and uh, put me to the test. Well, you know, I uh, I always enjoy it when you uh, line these things up for me. So I, I kind of made a bit of a, a hodgepodge today. I have some – I have some – it's majority sports, but I also have a little bit of pop culture in here. And some of it's who's – well, you'll, you'll get the – you're a smart guy, Brent. You'll figure it out. I do my best. So I'm going to start with uh, just something off thing, and it's going to get a little heavier than this. So you need a waitress. Yeah. And you either need a beer or coffee. And like you have, like, just imagine the perfect circle, like, oh, man, I need a coffee right now. Oh, man, I need a beer right now. Who's going to be your waitress? Are you getting a beer from Daisy Duke at the Boar's Nest or from Rachel Green at Central Perk? Daisy Duke, I'm getting a beer because Rachel was uh, known to be not very good at her job, and she, <laughs> and she was she was way too busy talking to those other five dorks. So, but you want service? But I want service. It's not like it's not like Daisy was saddling up to her cousins all the time either. Yeah, right? But I, I not... want service. I think that Daisy put in more effort than Rachel did. Rachel was more interested in uh, the, the 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 five uh, no friends. Uh, Daisy Duke in a heartbeat. <laughs> okay. So on the same token, yeah, you, uh, you, you have a bartender. So you go to a place where everybody knows your name and you need a bartender. Do you want a beer from coach or from Woody? Oh, that's a good question, Dave. Um, coach was funny and coach kind of had, uh, all the same coachisms that my dad did. Uh, stupid little dumb things and forget what he's, what's happening. But Woody, that small town boyish thing, uh, God. Coach could tell you a story, though. 
Coach was a major. He was in the major coach leagues. Played, coach yeah. was in the major leagues. He, he got hit in the head. Yeah. He, he was a hitting coach for the Red Sox. I think I'd rather uh, have Coach serve me a beer so we talk about the big leagues a little bit. I think that's the right answer, even though it would uh, just depending on yeah. what kind of day you're having. But uh, I agree with Coach. Uh, we're going to switch right over to music here. Sting, you know the guy that sings. Mm-hmm. Police, police. Better as police or better as a solo artist? Solo. Uh, Roxanne's an awful tune. I, really? Every, yeah. Oh, I every little thing is a wonderful thing. you do is magic. Uh, it's all right. Oh, if every I breath you take. If I don't ever have to hear every breath you take. I'm okay with that. I just heard it too many times over the years. I don't know many. Free, free, set them free. Solo, was, uh, solo tunes. There's a few that, in, in fact, Dave, you know what? If I don't hear Sing again, I'm okay. I'm uh, good. Either and I'm way. Fa- I'm fair with that. I like, I was a big fan of the police back um, in the day. I, last night we, we got into music thing about really bad songs and, and bad artists. Um, Phil Collins and Sting. I don't need to hear either of those guys again. That's just my opinion, but. Ah, fair enough. I'm not going to go on because I do have a lot more I want to get to. We can yeah. revisit some of them. Same question. NSYNC or Timberlake solo? Timberlake solo. He's a talented cat. Grooves a little <laughs> bit. Uh, he's got, he's got that look. Um, I've tapped my toe. I've danced to a few songs. And in fact, before Bulls games, before you guys get there, during batting practice for the gates open, uh, they play one of those Justin Timberlake. I can't remember which one it is. But it's he's a groovy guy. And it's loud. And it's it's really <laughs> it's really good. I tap my toe to it for sure. I, no, Timberlake solo for sure. Timberlake solo. That's fair enough. Okay, you got it. You got the six Sutter brothers now. We're going back in. We're going into sports the rest of the way out. Yeah. One's a coach, one's a player, one's taking care of the farm. So it's 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 kind of a trade release sign that we. The, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Is, you gotta assign. You, you gotta assign one to be coach, so one coaching? to be player. Coaching, play uh, on the ice, and taking care of the farm. And you can't include the setter that did that take care of the farm. farm. Yeah, you can't include Gary. Him. That's Gary. Uh, Gary. So no Gary. I'm going to go play. Because Brent was the most talented three, but he also coached pretty well as well. So I got coach, GM, player, correct? Yes. No, no. Coach, player, farmer. Who's coach, taking care player, of the farmer? Yeah, they're uh, like they're all they're all, okay, like coach, all... player, farmer. I'm going to go coach Daryl, farmer Brent. Because he's the most responsible to take care of the farm. <laughs> and player Dwayne, because he won some Stanley Cups. A bunch with the Islanders. I think that, he played in a couple all-star games too. Yeah, yeah. That's that, that's 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 my order. Yeah, you know, that was the exact same well, really? farmer. No, I had Dwayne and Daryl. Farmer, I was just gonna pick the twins as just to get more people. Oh, they're too pretty, man. There's no way they're going back to the farm. Good guys. Okay. Really good guys. I've met them a few occasions. They're good, great guys. They are good guys. Yeah. I've met a couple of them, too. Um, so now 
I'm going to go into the thing. Same player, better with each team. Like, who, who he was better on which team. So we're going to start with Ryan Kessler. Was he a better Canuck or a better Duck? <sighs> he was a prick for both. Oh, I hate that guy. I, still I, don't, like, I, don't, I don't like him. I can't um, stand him. Do you, want, here, do you want to skip him just no, because no. we both hate him so much? Uh, he's a better Duck. <laughs> Brett Hall was a better Blue, a Star, or a Red Wing? Blue. Red Wings, he was a bit part. Um, he was Hall and Oates with, with the Blues, was with, uh, with, uh, yeah. with Oates, Adam Oates. Uh, he was. He won a cup with the Stars and Red Wings, but not with the Blues, but that's where he did his he, best that's work. That's where he did his best work. He scored 90 some goals one year. Yeah. He, yeah. So, um, he, he, was, he was just a, another guy with those Red Wings teams, but they just loaded up on guys. I, I, I 100% yeah. agree with that. I'm sticking to hockey, and then we're going to go into baseball. Steve Eiserman, better player or a GM? Better player. No. I guess in three years we can ask this question again and see what happens with Detroit. I think better player late in his career when he adjusted his the way he played the game going to a defensive role instead of getting 120 points in the 80s like he did um, when Bowman took over and that's when Iserman changed how he played the game more of a defensive style and sure you got a lot of points still but once the Stanley Cups uh, Iserman was a better player than a GM but you think about it this way like when you look at Tampa Bay that team they could have been instead of having two Asterix yeah. cups that could have been their fourth and fifth, right? He set them up so good, and they, and they didn't and, play well, and they didn't play well, and then he well. left. Yeah. yeah, and so Don't I'm worry. really interested to see what he does for Detroit because his the body of work in his short time has left a huge mark. They're so. they're 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 right there. Yeah, like they're they're Tampa's dynasty. Like yeah. they're 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 well right they gotta there. I think they have to win one more, they but gotta win, I will, they gotta win one in a full season with the like does the stuff, but yeah. A real year. Yeah, a real year. Um so next, uh Randy Johnson, better mariner or diamondback? Mariner. Terrible Even Yankee. Though, Terrible Yankee. Like, awful a, Yankee. He was a yeah. great, he was a great mariner. Uh, he was a great D back too. He won a couple of times. He won the World Series and signed, but his his best formidable years were with the, with the Mariners. He was so intimidating because he was still a bit erratic back then. He he wasn't throwing strikes all the time. No, uh, no, he wasn't. He, he was, was scaring guys a lot when they were at the plate. Uh, well, the, the John Cruck in the All Star game that year. We threw that's one of the best baseball highlights of all Cruck time. Put his batting helmet around. Uh, he was so erratic <laughs> as a as a Mariner. And he was intimidating as a Mariner. He was more pinpoint with 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 the Diamondbacks. He was a better pitcher with the D packs, but it was uh, shorter. But like yeah. he had that what ten years with the with the Mariners, and he was. I would say all that, yeah. When he came yeah. over from the Expos, yeah. That yeah. Ah, uh, that one's in question. I don't know which one I'd agree with. 
Kurt Tim, Gibson was it? You know, you, know, tell, you know who's going to tell us who, when he was better? Tim Monteith will tell us when he was better. <laughs> Tim, we thank you very much for your support throughout the show. Yeah, whenever we get something a little bit messed up, Tim's there to uh, straighten us out a little bit. Was uh, Kurt Gibson a better Detroit Tiger or LA Dodger? The Roar of 84. Yeah, he won an MVP with the Dodgers in 88. But the Roar of 84 is one of the best ball teams ever. And, and Kurt Gibson was there for a lot of years. Uh, yeah. Gibson, was... I think Gibson, yeah, he, he's the uh, that home run. Uh, the Vince Scully call in 88 is uh, what Gibson's known for. But he was a better Tiger. When uh, you I, hear I, the name Kurt Gibson, do you see him in a Dodger hat or a Tiger hat? I see him in a Dodger uniform for for that that, that World Series. And I think a Tiger because but I he, was yeah. he was uh, he the, those Tiger teams were good, they so were really good. good with Alan Trammell and, and Lou Whitaker and the, and the, the uh, Rock and Parrish behind the plate. Yeah, uh, th- those Tiger teams because we watched them a lot. Because because the Jays back in the day, Cecil Fielder, like just yeah. unbelievable teams. Like it was, they, they were so good, and the the, the playoff so races good. they had, it was uh, no, it's phenomenal. No, I, I see Kirk Kirk Gibson as a Tiger, better Tiger than a Dodger. Yeah. Okay, here's your last softball. Then we're gonna start getting a little bit more heavy hitting. Who's the better St. Louis Cardinal, Yadier Molina or Albert Pujols? Ooh. They're both going to the Hall of Fame. Pujols' numbers are, but he played first base. Uh, catcher's tough, tough position to play. I'm going to say the better card will be Molina because it's, it's being a catcher is tough, day in, day out. And I, two World Series, I believe, for yeah. Molina and just one for Pujols. Yeah, and I'm going to go. And duration with the Cardinals, Molina. I, I agree with that pick. All right. Now that we only have two teams left, we're going to talk about one is Canada's team. The other is your team. So let's start with Canada's team. Who's the better Blue Jay? Devon White or Bautista? I hate Bautista. I can't stand him. <laughs> he, he wasn't is, part of Wham. You can't spell uh, Whamco with Bautista. He is such a nozzle. Like he is the definition of <laughs> nozzle. Um, hell of a player can hit the ball in no one's business. Came out of nowhere from Pittsburgh. Oh, the bat but who, game was like that home run is iconic. What's iconic? Uh, but he looks like a Muppet. Um, Devon White starts Whamco, two World Series, the catch on the wall in game Could, six. Oh, he, he patrolled. Tracked the ball like nobody's business. Oh, he covered a ton of ground in center field. I think we know where this is leaning. And it's, it, but Bautista was real good. But Devon White, because he won World Series, that's uh, that's part of it. Devon White. I I agree with that, and I understand there's some juice. You do. Don't well, be a juice. a nozzle. So, <laughs> so here's the other one. In in my memory, I didn't check it. 
I know for a fact of two Blue Jays that won the AL MVP. One is Josh Donaldson. The other one is George Bell. Yeah. Who's a better Blue Jay? Oh, George Bell duration. He was there for a, a lot of years when we were kids. Like he was the guy. I don't think he won the World Series though. Eh? He has had that big head, wore his hat pretty high. No, he wasn't the World Bit Series. Bit of a team. spaz. No, yeah. he didn't win the World Series. I think he went to the Yankees in like 88, 87 ish there. And he charged the pitcher and drop kicked him. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Donaldson. The hell of a player, the president of Josh Donaldson's fan club. Um, ooh. George Bell. I agree again. And I wonder if that's, uh, yeah, longevity and our old school bias is and, what I And he also is not a I nozzle. Think. And he's not a nozzle. <laughs> well, don't I don't know. That. We, did, we didn't know a lot about him back then. We didn't know what nozzles either. were back then. We thought everybody was on TV was cool. Back yeah, we back weren't. Yeah, people weren't following on Twitter, and TMZ wasn't yeah. up their their uh, nozzle. Their nozzle. <laughs> so I have uh, the last. Nozzle. The last three are now Yankee driven. So I, I, I don't know where these are going to go. So I'm just going to ask you, who's a better Yankee, Paul O'Neill or Bernie Williams? Ooh, Dave, that's a fucking spicy meatball. Uh. Bernie won an MVP. Paul O'Neill won a batting title. Lots of World Series between two of them. Uh, both played outfield. That's a Jesus, Dave. That's a good question. Uh, they played in the same outfield. Yeah. And they broke the curve. Well, like they started the winning tradition, right? Yeah. They were the. Oh, who's better, the Warrior or Burn, baby Burn? Uh, I'm a big Bernie guy. I think Bernie Williams. I think Bernie. Bernie's more talented and didn't play as Bernie slept a lot. He, he could have been, he could have been the guy, but, he but wasn't, but Bernie's wasn't a, Bernie, Bernie's Bernie was a better his, player. And he was all Yankee his whole career, right? Yeah. Draft like the signed out of Dominican as a kid. A lot of. Yeah. Where uh, Paul Neal was a free Cincinnati, agent. Like he, Cincinnati yeah. Reds, tr- traded. I'm going to say burn baby burn. Bernie okay. Okay. And then I have I have no horse in that race. I yeah. just two, that's two that's players I liked. That's two players I liked. Bernie and so, Paul are great players. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who's the better Yankee, Wade Boggs or Don Mattingly? Don Mattingly. I agree one hundred percent. But I thought with the Boggs in the World Series, yeah, Mattingly know. for sure. Mattingly's a he was a captain. He was a better player. Uh, hitting titles, home runs, eight straight games. He had uh, he had seven Grand Slams and one. He's, it wasn't he's, his. He's it wasn't baseball. his fault. They did, but he didn't win a World Series. And no, that was Steinbrenner's fault. They had bad teams. Yeah, that's that's a rarity as a, Yan- as a Yankee all timer. That's he, that's Mattingly played for some bad Steinbrenner teams. Terrible teams. They were yeah. bad. Like they were. It, ooh, ooh, it wasn't good. No. Yeah. Okay, so I thought that would be the answer. That's what I hoped you would say. So now the last question, I'm going to give you four names. I want you to rank them. One, two, three, four, starting with four. All right. Four being the worst, first being the best. Mickey Mantle, Joe DiMaggio, Chesterfield Jeter, and Yogi Berra. 
Rashid Farah. So start at the bottom and go to the top. I realize it's it's a top list, but you follow a, a team that has a lot of awesome names. And if I would have placed Yogi Bear with Babe Ruth, would that make a difference? Uh, yeah. Okay, then let's put Babe Ruth in there because I think Yogi's your four. I got Barrett four, Jeter three, DiMaggio two, and the Mick at one. Yeah? Yeah. Just because of the Mick? Mick, he's the Mick. He, he was like, I, I've been around the Bronx a, a few times, seven times, and lots of games. And you, you talk to some of the old timers around the Yankee Tavern and the guys who w- went to games and like they're, and they, they said that he was just, it was unbelievable to watch how good he was. Like it was how just Mickey Mantle's the best Yankee ever. And that's like, if you're a Yankee fan, you kind of got to tip your hat to the Mick is the best. Yeah. Mick and Babe Ruth. Would be the top, but but, but no one's hundred years but, old, right? But no one's, yeah, exactly. Like, like there's like Bill, Billy Crystal will say, Mick, when the first time he saw Mickey Mantle play, was it was mesmerizing to watch, right? So there's guys in our lifetime that said Mickey. Nobody that no one's alive now knows 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 uh, uh, Babe Ruth, right? But so, that's also diff- a difference as well as exposure and like in yeah. a grainy little TV. Could you imagine being a New Yorker and listening to it on the radio and your first time actually going to a ballpark, oh. let alone Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Right. And seeing the green and the field and the smells and the yeah. popcorn and the people. It's pretty great. Uh, yeah. Barra, Jeter, DiMaggio, Mick. Gee, Chesterfield underneath DiMaggio. Eh? I'm yeah. surprised. I thought, I, I mean, thought you'd G- try and G- pop him Jeter's, up. Jeter's stats are all up there, but he also he prolonged his career. I'm not, I'm not uh, downplaying Chesterfield's career at all. But he had some pretty padded years where he was just getting stats for to pad his Hall of Fame career. I can't believe it's yeah. about Jeep, but yeah. and just get paid one more year. Yeah. And that's 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 it. I, I actually have a one more little question on the side note to leave on a I love uh, I love these questions. This is fun. I like this. Uh Elizabeth Shoe. Adventure it's in babysitting or leaving Las Vegas? Adventures in babysitting. <laughs> uh, she was so lovely. I watched that movie. Oh, with my we used to watch that bit. when I the, uh, <laughs> the little team that could from Fort McLeod, Alberta in 1988. We went to the uh, Canadian Championship, and every day we'd watch uh, the, we'd watch that movie. And there was another one. Ferris was day off. We'd watch them because it worked. So we we watched them all the time. We our lucky movies. We watched them every day. And Lizzie Shue. In Adventures in Babysitting was hot. Oh. So Adventures, Elizabeth Shue and Adventures in Babysitting or the Karate Kid? Oof. Karate Kid. <laughs> she was just because she was more of a girl and as she opposed to She was a little to the, sassy and yeah. Yeah, yeah. she was uh, like crush worthy because now yeah. she's uh, was the love interest as opposed to the one in charge. The one in charge, yeah. No, that's uh, Karate Kid's such a good movie. <laughs> I pity the kids that don't have the innocence to watch I, that. I, I will watch that every time it's on. If, it, <laughs> if I'm flipping through, it's on. It, I watch the whole thing. And I cheer every time. 
Uh, no, I definitely don't because even at the first time I watched it, and you, you, I don't know if you've ever read these things. Like he deserved half those beatings. That one at the Halloween dance, he deserved yeah, to get beat up. He deserved a, a spinning scissor kick. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, like he deserved an ass kissing and uh, a kissing, kicking. And the first and so, one, the first one he got at the beach party the day before school started, he did deserve that one. Well, yeah, he well he pushed him right. He pushed Johnny. Well, he, he started kicked, it. Didn't he? Kick he the he actually ball, threw the first radio or something. He threw the, he first, threw the first punch. punch. Yeah. If you're not going to throw the last one, don't throw the first one. Right. Like, if you're going to throw the first one, make it the last one. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's, that's very right. Anyways, that was fun. Day 1420 podcast. We're going to do it again Thursday. We're getting back to regular rotation. Got golf Thursday night. The 14th. The golf team, we struggled for the first uh, part of the second half. But we caught back on. The boys won tonight. A couple of couple matches. We're Why did you read them, are you? Oh, we're struggling a little bit. The things aren't going very well for some reason. Well, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. finish. And every team makes a playoff, so we're just saving up, I guess, whatever happens. Why well, you sandbagging, motherfuckers? Oh, yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> we'll win, I guarantee it. Anyways, 1420 Podcast. We are everywhere we get your podcast. Fun show tonight, Dave. We didn't prep a whole bunch, but it turned out pretty good, I, I think, in, in my humble opinion. Oh, no, it's always a good night. I like to... Uh... I like getting on the rodeo, uh, rodeo on the radio with you. Ha! I said radio because I was it's, talking it's to radio. older people. It's, it's, it's radio. It's radio. Well, the, yeah, I know. Like so. Anyways, instead of nine sixty, just go to your uh, Spotify. Yeah, Spotify and wherever else. Anyways, we'll talk to you on Thursday. Uh, any other plans throughout the week? I uh, just uh, TCB and man, that's all you can really do at this age. And then one of these times, we'll uh, get back face to face. There you go. Game tomorrow night in Lethbridge. I think it's one of the there's three games left in the Wimble season. The playoffs happen. We'll see what happens there. Um, summer's winding down, man. It's getting close. Yeah, we're closer to August long weekend than we are July 1st or whatever. Fucking Time waits for no one. Whatever. But whatever. Anyways, take care of each other for more important. Take care of yourself. Leave you around. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? Don't swing at high pitches, Jimmy. Good seeing seeing you last weekend, buddy. There we go. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you again on Thursday. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 